the king. Tricaris. What is up, Headless Horde? Sunday Night Live. Uh, yeah, we just saw the Bengals drill the Bills. What was up with that? I was not expecting that one, I'll tell you that. Uh, today we are talking Revenge of the Sith. I'm going to bring on my guest, the one and the only, Ryan Miller. He's getting his headset. He didn't think I was bringing him on this quick. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? We're doing a hat switch. Yeah. <laughs> I've, had that, I've had that hat on it like every live for about a week, so I thought I've had a good use out of it. I'll put it away for a little bit. All right, so I'm going to do something. I'm going to see if I can do this. I'm going to switch it. Since you're the little emoji guys over here, boom, just like that. There we go. Even though cool. I'm never, I'm not used to be on this side when we chat. So, but. so what's going on, man? I'm good. It's Sunday night. Sunday night. We got some uh, Revenge of the Sith to talk about. Um, it's funny, man. Watching that movie makes me, uh, it makes me think back, like, the first half of the movie, I never really cared for that much. Um, but like rewatching it, it really is the best prequel. I mean, it, it, I don't think there's any doubt on that. But it's yeah, the all... best Star Wars movie in this whole set. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a good one. That's for sure. Um, I mean, it's not my favorite, but it's I, I, honestly as far as the most. Uh, I would say like probably like the best quotes. Um, I mean, some of that, some of that, you know, the problem, the bit, my biggest problem with the prequels have always been that I feel like, I just feel like the script was very cheesy and, and it, it, the, the original, we, there, there's some cheesiness and everything, but I don't know, man, there's some lines that Anakin throws out in this and I'm like, oh, it's so cringy. It's just like, it's, I don't know, especially in the very beginning of the movie, you know, when they're, and they're flying on the ships, and he's just like, "Yes, master. Yes, whatever, whatever you say, master." It's, it's almost like over the top annoying. Um, but then that's that's nitpicking because, it, it, like I said, it is a fantastic movie, and the second half is some of the best Star Wars you know we've ever gotten. So, oh yeah, uh, well, let's get to the chat and welcome everybody in, and let's get the show on the road. Welcome in, welcome in, baby ice. Thanks for being welcome here, in, baby ice. Christina Payne, how are you? How you doing? We have Mr. Umpty. Umpty, Christina. There uh, we go. Here we go. Here we this go. This dude, we got this dude in here. Yo, who's that? Oh, I just LJ took the geek. I just took LJ. Yes, LJ. Thanks for stopping in, LJ. Thanks for hitting the like. Hey, Mr. Simon Crook. If you did not check out the uh, the Jackbox last night, we had Simon and we had Umpty on and. Um, like was it like three? I was like three hours. We had, we had a troll in there. I'm actually in the process of editing that out though. So, is that cool? Was, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, did you see this yeah. troll? Did you did you see this troll that came in? Oh, uh, that dude. That's the definition of a troll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So <laughs> let's let's break this thing down and, and chat. If you have any questions, uh, I know um, on Ryan's Instagram. If you uh, go over to a story. You can submit questions that way too. That way we are for sure not to miss it. Because I know once in a while. Let me get the link. Yeah, send in the link there. So if you have any questions uh, that you want to ask either one of us, feel free. And uh, yeah, we'll start breaking this thing down here. Um, and then let me welcome in Poppin, Missouri. Just popping in. Poppin, how were the uh, stars last night? All I know is that it's been snowing here since about 
10 a.m. It is now just after seven. I've been out there three times shoveling. Listen, snow gods, everyone, take a spoon, put it on your pillow for me. We need a snow day tomorrow. I need to have a snow day because I need to watch Solo still. I have, haven't watched Solo yet. So I, I would, instead of rushing home tomorrow and watching Solo before we break that down, listen, let's go. A spoon under the pillow. And what, and what else do we do? We do um, uh, pajamas inside out. And there's one more. There's the old, uh, what am I missing here? Help me out. You guys ever do, do stuff for snow days in the UK? Uh, oh, the um, ice cubes. Ice cubes down the toilet. So, yeah, let's all do that. What's up, buds? No, we, we don't do that kind of stuff. LJ, enjoy the episode of Last of Us, my friend. It's a very good episode. Definitely go rewatch it, yeah. And yeah. we'll see you soon. We'll be live later tonight talking about episode two, so try and catch it as quick as you can if you want to come hang out with us. Yeah, I'm actually going to watch. I'm gonna, although the first half of The Last of Us was so good, the first half was so good, I'm not, I won't have time to rewatch it because um, I was watching some football earlier and Revenge of the Sith. So I'm going to actually, when we get off this live, I'm going to go watch the second half of that, uh, the first episode. Now, take me, that should take me right into the new episode. So, um, what's going on, Bud Solo? Yes. Uh, so I've seen Solo like five or six times. Uh, it's just been a while that I actually sat there and watched it. Sometimes I'll throw it on for background noise. But yes, I definitely will. You have to come see my thoughts tomorrow night because it was my first time watching that movie. Yeah. And it was it was okay, but I'm going to keep zip till tomorrow night. That's right. What's up, Johnny? How you doing? Thanks for being here. Hey, Johnny. Pops and props. What's going on? What's going Patrick. on? All right, so let's start off at the beginning. So we, we, we come flying in. They both got their spaceships. I'm going to start off with one little part that I'm irritated with. Why is Obi-Wan, like, in the beginning of that movie, seem like such a, like, a, I don't know, dude. Like, oh, I hate flying all of a sudden. Like, he never makes mention of this in any other movie, except for, like, the first line. I'm like, dude, you just flew to Gen uh, Geonosis in the last episode, you know, in the last episode, and... I don't know. I, 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 again, I just feel like some of the, um, some of the, the script is just so poorly written. And I know, you know, I don't think it was all George, but I mean, did you not find that at all? That some of the lines are so cheesy. <clears throat> I think having been treated, I know that a lot of people didn't like the Obi Wan series, but having been treated to very recent Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan, I kind of dislike this Obi Wan, <laughs> even though it's the same guy. I, I kind of dislike him in it a little bit, and it's yeah. Like, but I mean, it's oh. a, I know, I know. It, but I mean, the thing you gotta remember is a different time. You know, this is after mm -hmm. you know the Obi the, the the old Obi or not the old Obi Wan, but the Obi Wan we see in the Kenobi series. He is very uh, he's beaten down. You know, that's 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 kind of what it is. But he even I mean, I I know what you're saying though. It is to, it's like two totally different characters. It is. It's two totally different characters, but it's the same guy playing the same character, and it's it's hard. Yeah, yeah. I just but, but, yeah, I completely get what you. But I think Anakin says it perfectly. I think we've got an anecdote for it here. This is where the fun begins. He does he does it? It's fun. I don't think Obi Wan enjoys fun. I think he's very serious and proper to the role. You know. Yeah, it just like I said, he, he just comes off like the first time. The first thing we see is he's like being negative about flying and stuff, and like, oh, this is why droid. He makes. I think. He, I think the way the line is goes. Uh, um, uh, 
flying is for droids or leave up the leave the flying for the droids or something like that. And it's just, it's just a strange comment because we've seen him, you know, already in uh, Phantom Menace, he's on the starship. And then, you know, we see him um, flying his own. um, I can't remember the name of that vehicle now, but he flies his own vehicle. You know, he's taking off against Django and making these maneuvers and looking like a, you know, and then all of a sudden now he's like a horrible pilot again or doesn't like it. It's just the, it's the incons- inconsistency, I think, was my, is my biggest issue. But, mm-hmm. And that again, whole scene is actually one of my favorite scenes, you know, when, when Anakin, when the buzz droids are on him. Yeah. And Anakin, instead of just, well, to, first of all, just shoots at him, like, <laughs> just, just shoot at your own dude, you could end up killing him. And then I know, he, does the whole, he does the whole ramming them off the wing, which is, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that I don't have a problem with that part, even though I think it's ridiculous, because, I mean, they show you how fast they're going. But, yeah, there's the shooting at the plane, like, dude... I mean, aren't like these blasters like, like way bigger than like a gun? Like that you're able just to like pinpoint. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know about that. Again, just strange, I guess. But uh, that leads us into the big rescue. We have to rescue Senator Palpatine. We cannot let anything happen to this guy. Um, so we 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 go in and we we meet him, uh, or will we see him being captured by Count Dooku? And uh, tell me what you think about this fight. Because we saw we saw Anakin and Obi Wan get their uh, their butts whooped, uh, you know, back in Attack of the Clones, and, and now they make a mention this five years later. He's become more powerful, and yeah. So what do you what do you think about the fight overall? I love first of all I love how janky the front flip is by Dooku off the rail. Okay. <laughs> it's one of the most jankiest edits ever because you can clearly tell it's not him doing that. Well, it's funny you said that because Palpatine does the same thing in his little fighting scene with Mace yeah. Windu. It's very, it's very, it's not great, but yeah. Yeah, I love catch, I love catching that. It's very funny. Uh, the fight was underwhelming. Yep. Very underwhelming. I was like, what the hell? He completely overpowered Obi Wan. Completely, force yep. choke hold and then fling him across the room. And if he force chokes hold of them, why did why, why would you not just stick your lightsaber in him? Like, yeah. does that take, doesn't it take more effort to actually use the force to like throw them across the room than just taking your lightsaber and just raising it up and cutting them open? Mm-hmm. I, you know, whatever. And I've seen one. I think, I think Obi Wan was on the floor. It might have been later in the episode when Anakin's fighting him, but there was a scene where he was holding his wrist and, the, and it was so the, the, the lightsaber was close to his face. Yeah. And I was like, he's only holding his wrist. What's stopping you from doing this? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, why can't you just do that and you'll kill him? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, it's just um, it's it's just like the fighting it's is very the fighting is very fencing like. Yeah, and I think that's the style that Count Dooku is. You know, that's kind of what they're going for. I think with him, I, again, I have to look up to see exactly what his uh, type is of his you know fighting skill or whatever. But I think if I remember correctly, his was more of like almost like a fencing type fight and more of a defensive fighting. Um, but you know, it's funny. <laughs> so, okay. 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 <laughs> so at one point, I, I think it's actually at the wrist part. Dooku goes, I sense much fear in you, young Anakin or whatever he says. Right. He's like, you don't use your anger. So dude, if you kill Obi-Wan Kenobi, doesn't that kind of turn everything around? Isn't he going to use his anger? Like, that's you know, I guess that's I guess that's what I'm thinking about. Like, 
Okay, so is if the goal is to turn him, which I don't know how much Dooku actually knew of this, and maybe he doesn't know, but it kind of seems like he knows what's going on. And, like, you kill Obi-Wan, dude. Now Anakin's pissed, and now he's using the anger. And it's almost like, you know, Palpatine should have done something. I, I, I don't know. You know, kind of like, oh, Qui-Gon does his force with a chance cube. Dude, his hands are free. He's just got them locked in under the chair. He could, he could have done a little something, too. I don't know. Just other things I'm thinking about. But, you know. Yeah, but he was playing the long game until he got alone with Anakin, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. But, I mean, that would have sped the game up, too. And they would have got rid of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. Just a thought I had when, I was, uh, when we were watching that. So, yeah, we get... Um, no, I like that. Good, good thinking. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah. Um, so, we do get the old... Uh, so, yeah, okay. So, anyway, see so this arms Dooku, and uh, we get this. Do it. All right, so, yeah, Christopher Lee is no longer with us now in the movie, and we then move on to the rest. They finalize the rescue, and then, you know, Palpatine does go, he goes, no, there's no time to save him. We got to go. And then you get the nice robotic line from Anakin. His fate will be the same as ours. Like, it's so bad, dude. <laughs> the fate yeah. will be the same as ours. I mean, it's just like, it's such a, like, an, it almost seems like they almost dubbed over what they originally had. And, and they call them in for a quick second. Hey, just say this really quick. Because it's just so, it's so blah. Like, there's no emotion. I don't know. It just, it's weird. It's just, why, it's why, weird. Like, like, why is there not medical bays on in every single building? A medical bay? Yeah, why is there not medical bays in every single building in this in this city? Like, why does he have to take a lifeless body and then fly him somewhere else? Well, never mind. They're on. They're on. Uh, they're on Grievous's uh, ship. So yeah. But still, I mean, you're right though. They were, I mean, and it, yeah, the ship was probably getting shot down at this point too, or or about to. But now I know what you're saying. But they're not going to just leave them there. Yeah, because they were. No, on yeah, no, I get ship. it. Yeah. Um. So then we we get, well we we actually were introduced to uh, coughing uh, Grievous uh, a little earlier on, but we didn't we get to see the full out uh, Bantha flu hit uh, Grievous here because he's coughing up a storm, dude. It's so it's so odd. It's this character, and Baby Boy says this. He did not keep his head on. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He must not finish my videos. I don't know. Um. It's still better than the sequel trilogy, but we will get there. We will get there, that's for sure. Um, yes, we will. Yeah. So we get the Grievous, and again, I don't understand why he's coughing. I, I never read it. <coughs> get old Kenobi. <laughs> like it's so, it's just odd. It's just an odd thing that they made him cough. Like it's, I find it so annoying. Men are not trying to show that computers can get viruses. I mean, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I mean, but, but then I have another question: Is he even a computer? Because he he has a heart and he had flesh between his eyes, and I didn't understand what he was. So maybe you can help me. <clears throat> well, I so I, I know what is it? Oh, man, I knew I knew the story of Grievous my one time many many years ago. Because um, I know he was trained by Dooku, and he there was something. Because, I mean, he has, like, a live heart. So I, I, I don't know how much human he was, but I think he was, like, a human or, or something like that. And then it was kind of like Vader. Like, he got so badly hurt that they had to, like, they basically made him mechanical. 
And maybe that's something too. Maybe that's something with the cough because of the, you know, the transformation, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's a really cool storyline that Disney could probably run with in the future with the new technology, with the way they could make that cool look, make him look cool. Yeah. Uh, and this is, I mean, this is, you don't know, this, this could be it too. <laughs> yes. Coughing because he has the, he was the first confirmed Rona case. Got it. <laughs> What's up, Fidel? How you doing, buddy? Kenneth Bird, how you doing? Oops, put the wrong one. Um, but yeah, I mean, up to this point though, then, so they, that's just, was this move forward? They, cause this is like literally the first 15 minutes of the movie. So they bet, you know, they, they, they move forward. They save Dooku or I'm sorry. They save Palpatine. Uh, Grievous flies off in his little pod or whatever it is. And, um, honestly though, like for me, this is where the, the good, this is where the movie starts for me because the, the first 15 minutes, I still don't really care for all that much. I, I like the interaction with Dooku a little bit. I, you know, I, but even, even Palpatine's like cheesy, like, like he makes the one effort of, of like chuckling or laughing while he's sitting there or going like, yes, or, wh- or whatever the motion is he makes when they're fighting. It's just, it's so out of character. And they're like, dude, are you seriously trying to fake it still? Like, you know, um, I don't know. But I, I feel like after we get done with that Grievous part, the rest of the movie is fire. I mean, for me, it's just that first 15 minutes. I remember watching the theater. I, I was just like, man, why is this like so cheesy? And then it just gets so good after that. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it, it is. It's just, it's just a strange thing. And Grievous isn't in the movie all that much. You know, so it's not super annoying, like Jar Jar. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. Do you want to do you want to throw a question at me here, or do you want to keep talking about it? No, let me. Because uh, we'll we'll get to the we'll get to the big surprise when we get to see Anakin and Padme, big reveal. Let me see what questions we've got. Maybe that are relevant. It's like Fidel said, yeah. It's just weird. Like, I mean, why is he like cheering? It's it's just so out of his character. We don't see him do that any other time except for that. It's just the first fifteen minutes of the movie. I almost felt like they wanted to like have it like goofy almost to a point because they know the rest of the movie is going to be so dead serious. That's the only thing I can come up with in my in my own head. So, any questions? So we have, a, we, have a, we have a question from Poppy Missouri on Instagram, Poppy and Missouri. he says he says, "Where's Jar Jar?" Jar Jar's still there. He has one quick scene, and that's it in this movie. Okay. Yeah, that's the only one relevant for storyline right now. So we'll we'll keep going. Yeah, he he literally is in the, he's in one scene in this, in this entire movie. Um, nobody knows what happened to Jar Jar, even though there are rumors and and, and there's a book written, um, and he's in it, and they do say that he, like I said, he kind of becomes so depressed that he ends up just basically isolating himself and. And nothing really ever said about like what happened after that, mm-hmm. you know. And this is you know, honestly, this is why Disney blew it because they could have had Darth Jar Jar be in Episode Nine instead of Palpatine, and then we could have learned all along that they were either in cahoots together. Maybe Jar Jar was Plagueis all along. Maybe we didn't know that. There's just so many different things they could have done, you know. Yeah, but um, so then we 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 head back to uh, Coruscant. And we see Anakin, and we see, um, you know, and oh, it was kind of cool. I, I like the scene. Obi Wan's kind of like, you know, you go, you go talk to the, um, 
uh, not the Senate, the um, the Council, the Jedi Council, and you know, you kind of take your your glory because it was all you. And they make a couple jokes about how Anakin's rescued him x amount of times. I think it's ten or something. And and then we finally get to see um, Padme, and we um, she tells Anakin that something wonderful has happened, and she is pregnant. So um, so we get that little reveal. Not that it's big shocker if you already seen the original trilogy but it was kind of cool that they did bring it up and it does definitely comes into play later in the movie as well um just piling on more and more pressure onto anakin yeah and you know the other thing i found weird okay so let's say she just finds this out okay well in that scene she has no belly so let's say it's let's just say it's three months like i mean i'm trying to be like generous here so three months in Dude, at the end of the movie, she's full out pregnant. Like you're telling me, this movie takes place in over six months, and that's another issue I have is I don't understand how. How is this six months? Like nothing in this nothing in this movie makes me believe that six months have gone by throughout this whole thing. And that's where I, and that's one of my that's one of my other little criticisms is that she should have just been pregnant right off the bat. Like it, it just doesn't make any sense. Like where did the six months go? Do you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, I just, I, I never. That's another thing I just never understood. I'm like, wait, she, it's, she, they just got. I mean, I mean, maybe up. I don't even know how you could call it a month, honestly. Like it just seems like every every scene they're almost all linked together in this movie. Like there's, I don't see any time jumps or anything. So I don't know. I, again, I just, I don't know if it's just the editing. I don't know if it's just you know you want they George wanted to make it that first interaction between the two of them that they are like, you know, they just find out and, and they want, he wanted it to be like more of a secret than her just popping up pregnant, you know, with the full mm-hmm. belly and all that. But I don't know. I, I always thought that was weird. So. Yeah. Very strange like, that you brought that up. Cause I just watched it on Saturday and I didn't, didn't even click in my head. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I get it. So at the beginning, she isn't pregnant. She's not showing. Nope. And, and then at the end, she gives birth. <laughs> yeah. I, like I said, I just don't understand where this, where are these six months have gone. Like, it it just, they never make mention or it doesn't feel like it's been that long. So, um, all right. You, you have it up on the screen. So lead me through. I'm trying to remember what's the next scene or. Oh, I, I don't. I need, I don't actually have it. I need to get it. Just bear with me a second. Yeah, because I don't have anything in front of me or anything like that. So I'm just kind of going off memory what I just watched. Um, I think I, th- I think it kind of leads us into giving Anakin the, uh, his new task. Um, or actually, actually, he Anakin does not get the task. So so they do give Anakin the right to sit on the council, but they don't grant him a master. And yeah, so let me see. I mean, this I is apologize. A, I don't know. Time goes faster. Okay. I mean, that's fine. And then um, this trust could have had. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure she went in labor quicker, but I'm just saying, like, if you look at her belly when they're on Mustafar at the end compared to the very first scene when you see her with Anakin, that she's not even showing. That's, I guess that's where. But again, I mean, it, again, it's a movie. We get it. We get it. It's just, you know, this is what Star Wars nerds do, I guess, right? Um, so Anakin is brought. You know, he takes. He he goes inside the front of the council, you know, and he's telling him everything. They're proud of what he did with Palpatine and all that. 
And I think that here they, I think Mace Windu even says something about, you know, be careful of your friend Palpatine. I, th I think that's, the, I think that's about where he says that. And they don't grant him master and he gets very, very upset about that. And then um, Obi-Wan Kenobi is now given the task to take the droid army to go follow and capture or kill uh, General Grievous because he's now the leader of the droid army. And then I believe this is like the really good scene here is when we get to see Anakin who, who goes and finds Palpatine and they talk about the, um, the, the tragedy, the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Probably my favorite single interaction between two characters in the entire saga. I, I think this right here and, and why Disney has not done anything with this, it just blows my mind. Um, you know, this is like one of the first things I had mentioned in the video I dropped a couple of weeks ago before we started doing all the Star Wars stuff is, you know, this is the first thing I would do. If I own Disney and Lucasfilm, first thing I'm doing is I'm making a Plagueis, I'm making a Plagueis, either a movie, treat, a tr uh, prequel, television, something, because that's what everybody wants. So I don't know. I mean, but that scene for me is is awesome. I, lo I love it so much. We also we also see Anakin having nightmares. Oh, so we get a little bit of nightmares. Oh, yeah, because that makes sense. Because then that's why he—that's one of the reasons why they start talking about the dark side because Anakin is afraid that Padme is gonna die in childbirth. Yeah. And so then I mean, they go. Then they go to the council, and we find out that he's not being granted. Master. And then from yeah, and then from there he goes and speaks with. Um. To the senator about Plagueis and here's the story and then from there we we fly over to uh, uh yeah we fly over to Obi-Wan arriving at that place where they they tell him we are being watched please right. bring back bring back up yep um and then I know they so they're setting up camp almost there and uh, gonna try to find Grievous and all that and I know that. Uh, Mace Windu does talk to Anakin, and he says to him that he wants him to be careful of Palpatine, and he wants them to basically spy on him and bring him back any information that he can. So that's what Anakin kind of does. He spies on him. and Yeah, and then in the next scene, he tells Palpatine tells Anakin that he's been trained in the dark side and that he can help him save Padme. Yeah, and that's that's his whole, that's his whole plan is that after he told him about the dream and all that, that Palpatine finds the opening where he's like, okay, I can use this to, to bring him over. And so then he basically runs back and he tells, uh, he tells Mace Windu, he's like, listen, he's like, he is the, uh, he is the, uh, the Sith Lord that they've been looking for. And Mace Windu's like shocked at, at that point, which again, I mean, Palpatine is pretty darn sneaky. Right. But like you have all these Jedi, I mean, no one, no one senses this, huh? No, no, no like Yoda, like it makes, to me, it makes me feel like Yoda is a lesser character in the prequels because he does he, like he gets played so bad and he doesn't know anything. Like Yoda doesn't really do anything in the prequels. He reacts after it's happened. Yeah, something happens and then you get a cut of Yoda being like, "Oh, the Force is unbalanced." Yeah, and you know, seeing um, oh, and what's going on, Andrew? How you doing, Anthony? Welcome, um, guys. Anthony. Um, it just, it just. It just makes Yoda not seem all that great. 
Because I mean, in 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 Empire Strikes Back, when we first meet him, like I want to know everything about Yoda, and then you know that, and again, we see the prequels, and what does Yoda really do? He doesn't really do anything. Like, he runs away only, scared instead of fighting. Right, and the only time he actually senses something is is in Revenge of the Sith when he he senses that there's uh, something going on with Anakin and with his anger and stuff, and then w- before the clones try to kill him, he he senses that and he kills the clones. But beside that, I mean. He kind of gets his butt whipped by Palpatine to a point, you know. I mean, he obviously fights off Dooku, but doesn't really do anything, you know, just fights him off. And I don't know. It's just um, interesting. Yeah, yeah, Pops. We just, yep, yep. He, he senses that. Pops says Yoda also senses the dark side, yeah. Yeah, he, he, we sense, he senses that something's going on with Anakin. But again, what does he do? Nothing, ha- nothing happens. He doesn't do anything about it. Like you said, he kind of just runs. He's like, sends Obi-Wan's is there. Okay, let Obi-Wan deal with it. I don't know. I guess it's just a little I was just a little disappointed with what they did with Yoda. I mean, everyone loved when Yoda fought. You know, he get, we get two fights with Yoda, which is pretty cool. But he really <laughs> Yeah, I got you, man. Um he he just doesn't he just gets his butt kicked a little bit, I think. You know? And in the way he comes across to me in Emperor Strikes Back is like he is like the the end all be all of Jedi. Like, you know. Again, again, just being a little nitpicky, you know. Um, but that's you know that, that's what the break that's what a breakdown is all about. Welcome in, arcade. How you doing, buddy? Hey, arcade pop. How you doing? Uh, Pops and props says he should have prevented it, but then again, it's Anakin's story, not Yoda's. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good point. That's yeah, yeah. It's a good point. Yeah, I, 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 absolutely. I mean, um, and then we cut to a fantastic chasing, in my opinion. With the, the the noise that this gecko lizard thing that, that Obi Wan is riding, oh, yeah, the noise yeah. that it makes is perfect. I it, can't mimic the noise, but it's perfect. <laughs> it, real quick before before we continue the live, I just want to tell everybody in the chat: um, if you if you have Disney Plus, there is I didn't even watch this live. I didn't even know it was dropped in 2022. So last year, this was dropped. It's like I think six episodes. It's all about the special effects in the movies uh, for Star Wars and everything. I, I'm two episodes in. It's fantastic. George Lucas, uh, a bunch of different interviews. It, it is really, it's well worth a watch. It tells you everything they went through. And I mean, this, it, it, there's been different uh, documentaries and stuff too. Um, but it's just like, it's fantastic. It's such a good documentary. They have all the people who worked on the, on a new hope and, it's just funny to watch, you know, see how old they are now and stuff. And just that's how crazy it is, man. We, that's just how long we've been talking about Star Wars. But if you do have Disney Plus, I would definitely check it out. It's something I'm not exactly sure the title. It's something with um, special effects, though. But it was definitely dropped in 2022, and that's and that's how you'll be able to find it. But yeah. So, I, anyways, I just I was I forgot to tell you about that earlier. I was gonna that was something else I was, I was gonna tell you, but um, but anyways, uh, so back to the breakdown. Did, did, did we forget Mason Palpatine? I don't think. No, we're not that far yet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what's going on, Quick Draw? Welcome in, buddy. How you doing, man? Quickie. So we, thanks everybody for being oh, here. Hey, I appreciate everybody. Yeah, real quick too. Quick, I sent you a friend invite on PS Five. If you, if you, I was, I don't know if you knew that was me or not. Um, so if you got an invite here in the last like two days, that was that was me. Just letting you know. Um, what have you got to do to accept a friend request on PlayStation? Like jump through sixteen hoops and press so many buttons, or something? No, you just got to press one button. <laughs> oh, just one button. Yeah, it's not like an Apple computer. Yeah. 
It's not like trying to hook up Among Us yesterday on my computer. That was ridiculous. And we didn't even play it. I know. I'm disappointed we didn't play it. I wanted to play it. We're definitely going to do it. We're definitely going to do it. It's got to come up with a good day to do it. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we have the, the gecko guy, the lizard. Um, yeah, it's one of the greatest sounds ever. I don't think we have a clip of the lizard, but we should have one. No, but we'll get one. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, we get the... Uh, the fight scene with Duke with... Um coughing grievous and he's in his spinning rotating wheel yes which is which is pretty damn cool hello there we get the best scene in the movie <laughs> number one quote for me in this movie i mean it's obviously it's uh it's been used before but it never was a big deal in a new hope and then it, you know he drops it in uh kenobi too which is pretty cool so it wouldn't even make my top 10 I don't even think it did because I've I've made I've for everyone that you've been doing I've been doing too but I'm going to release it as bonus content at the end of all this stuff. Wouldn't even make your top ten. No. All right, Chad, who's wrong? Me or Ryan? Is is hello there? Not like the best line. I hate you. Okay, I didn't even. But there's so the much. It's the one of the best lines in cinema. Tough cinema. Cinema. Whatever you want to call it. I hate it was you. delivered with yeah. It was delivered with so much passion. Hmm. I mean, it's fine. Maybe number nine. I like the high ground. I didn't put dragons on my top ten. So I like the high ground line, but the dark Plagueis line is better. Have you ever heard the tragedy? The tragedy. Why can't why can't I say that word? Tragedy? That's because you're a dark, that's because you're a Star Wars nerd and you know what that story means. Yeah. So for a casual viewer, you don't have a clue. You're like what? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so we get, uh, yes, so Obi-Wan pretty much destroys Grievous pretty quickly. Again, another kind of disappointing fight, honestly. You know, we had the awesome Darth Maul fight in episode one. Episode two, it was decent with Dooku. It was, it was good. At least you got three different people in there and everything else. But I feel like the first two fights in this movie, um, at least with lightsabers, and it's what I even find more ridiculous is that it fight ends without a lightsaber. You know, he kills him with a gun, which I didn't really care for either. But, but I, I like the line. So uncivilized. So uncivilized. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. But both fights were not great for me in this movie. Um, it was things too, because Grievous, you know, Grievous has those four lightsabers, like, rum, 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 you know, swing them. And then two seconds later, that two of them are gone already. I'm like, what? And I'm like, okay. Did he chop his hands off? Yeah, I'm like, okay, fine. And Obi-Wan is that good, fine. But he was going to lose to Dooku that quickly? Like, Dooku's that much better than Obi-Wan then? Yeah, we're seeing, again, this is kind of inconsistent. So and this, then, can, this shouldn't have been recalled Revenge of the Sith. This should have been recalled, like, the loss of the limbs. Because, like, all the way through this movie, there was just yeah. loss of limbs. Yeah. Dooku, Grievous, obvious, who, who later on. So, yeah. Yeah, in this movie, there's, like, four, right, three or four people, right? Well, you, know, you lose heads, too. A lot of heads, too, in this movie. Mm-hmm. But that's all that's all that needs to happen in a film for us to talk about it. Just someone lose their head. Someone lose their heads. That's right. Uh so yeah, we we beat Grievous up here and then uh we head back over to the senator's room and Mace Windu is coming in with uh some of his Jedi buddies. Again, Do you know who they are? Dude, not really. They I make just, the weirdest noises when they die. And they die in seconds, so it doesn't really matter. I mean it's you know, like Okay, Mace Windu walks in, and they all light up their lightsabers. Looks badass, right? And then the Palpatine just does this crazy twirl, and three of them are dead. Yeah, and then three of them are dead in like a second. 
And like, like these are Jedi. Like again, I, I don't know. I just was disappointing. But Mace and Palpatine is good. That's a really good fight. Kit Fisto, okay. Kit Fisto, oh, it was the the one that dies last. Yeah, the one who actually, I think he got a swing. So Kit Fisto's the green alien from Men in Black that Will Smith punches in the face in the in the alien ship. Yes, because that's exactly the same creature. Yeah, this is true. I don't know if anyone's ever made that connection, but this when Will Smith fights the alien, it's the same looking thing as Kit Fisto. Kit Fisto. So, but, so really. What's his name? Who Will Smith is stronger than a Jedi. <laughs> uh, yes. And he got banned from the Oscars for a slap on stage. Come on. That's a whole, that's a whole other video in there. <laughs> Jeez, man, that was ridiculous. That's like a year ago almost. That's not crazy. Yeah. But yeah, off track there a little bit. But yeah. The, because I have it up on I have it up on my screen and I can see he does look exactly like the green the alien from Men in Black. So not Men in Black. Independence Day. See if you can get them side by side. We'll pop it up. Um, but I'll keep going as you're as you're working on that. Yeah. Yeah. So in the name of the Galactic Senate of the Republic, you are under arrest. My and I love how he calls him my lord later on. So Mace. So here here's where I was wondered about this. Does Palpatine lose on purpose to Mace Windu? I mean, Mace Palpatine didn't lose. Does, do you think he? You think he loses on purpose? Does he sense that Anakin is running in, and he's like, "I think I can get Anakin to save me." So this, I mean, I know, I know, Mace Windu kind of knocks that saber out of his hand, but like, when? How often do we ever see an actual lightsaber get knocked out of someone's hand? I mean, without like basically, he just swings at it and he, he just knocks it out. He doesn't cut his arm off, obviously. So I, I was wondering, he had any idea that Anakin was coming? Palpatine didn't. You don't think so? No, don't think so. You don't think he sensed that, huh? So you think Mace Windu just one on one defeats Palpatine? It looked that way. Okay. I, like I said, just just a theory. Um, so, but I but I don't like that he kept it to the rules, like. Wanted to arrest him and like and just then, just kill the dude. He's a well, he wanted, kill him. He wanted to. He wanted to arrest him, and then Anakin comes running in when he's like walking toward him with the lightsaber. Um, yeah, Fidel. Uh, he agrees with you. He doesn't think he he lost on purpose. I guess I always thought he lost on purpose because he saw a way that Anakin that he could use Anakin to help save him. Then, um, especially with the with the Force lightning. I mean, you're telling me that Palpatine. Is he gonna keep using? Well, I guess he does do it in, in uh, the last movie too. But, I mean, he just keeps doing it until he burns himself. You think he would have learned, learned his lesson, but apparently he didn't. Um, in Rise of Skywalker, because <laughs> that's did you see it? Rise of Skywalker. I don't want to spoil anything, but probably not. Oh, you never saw it. Okay, is never. that the one with Ray? Yeah. No, I don't think I didn't finish that series. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just same kind of thing happens, and it's just like I don't know. He keeps zapping and. The only reason why Palpatine won was because Anakin came in last minute and saved them. So you think if Anakin was not on his way, you think Mace Windu would have killed him or would have actually arrested him if, if, if Anakin did not come in? Ooh, I got a good question to ask AI for Tuesday's video because I'm going to ask the AI that. I 
think he would have arrested him. Windu would have destroyed him, but Anakin was far too gone. Okay. He knows the seventh art of lightsaber battle. Yeah, Mace Windu is obviously very skilled, even though I think it's a little bit slow, to be honest with you. Like, think about at the end of the movie when Anakin and Obi-Wan are fighting and they're doing those crazy, you know, the way they're going back and forth at each other. Mace Windu, like, I'm watching Mace Windu. It seems like he's he's swinging in slow motion. Now, yeah, maybe- and Palpatine, Palpatine lost because he, he didn't do this. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. So be it, Jedi. I mean, to throw the lightning, not just you were exactly. If you were to throw the lightning, we'd be talking about some stuff in here. Exactly. Lego Star Wars is so good. He should have took his own words. Do it. He didn't. Look at him, pop top. We need a Mace Windu origin movie. Yes, we. Hell yes, we do. But we need Samuel Jackson to play it. If Samuel Jackson doesn't play Mace Windu, I am never freaking watching it. I mean, you could do a prequel of like a younger version, but like, please don't. don't. Just give it to just give it to Samuel Jackson. He can play a younger version of him. Yeah, you could deep fake it. You know, the seventh art incorporates um, Sith lightsaber battle without going to the dark side. So, is this um, Fidel? Is this from a book or a novel or um, a, you know, like, is it from? How is it? How is it canon? I guess. Is it like in a comic? Even curious now. I'm, like, I know, I'm learning because this is all like well, this is all like university grade level for me. Do you do you know why he has the purple lightsaber? No, I, but that just leads me to a question that I have on Instagram. Well, let so, me do. You want me to answer the question first? You, okay, go ahead and ask the question because maybe I'll, I'll answer both this way. My my question comes from Baby Ice Nine One One Nine on Instagram, and she says, "What do the colors of the lightsabers mean, and do they represent a specific meaning?" So I think that then opens up for you to explain the reason sure. behind Mace Windu. Yeah. So um, we'll just we'll go we'll go through all five colors, uh, at least the five colors that have been in canon. Um, so we have blue which is uh, meant to be a uh, the guardian. So they are the guardian of the force. They are the guardian of the Jedi Council. Um, so the blue typically represents guardian, okay? Whereas green was used for uh, the masters. So that's why Yoda's got one and a couple of the other characters that we saw in the prequels have one. That, so they are the, they are a master, um, you know, a Jedi master, which, you know, like that's why like in Return of the Jedi, um, the whole reason why Luke has to create a new lightsaber, obviously, is because the other one got lost. Um, and then he, again, I don't know how he, I don't know if he self claims himself to be a Jedi master or a Jedi knight. Um, uh, but, you know, but that's why they, that's kind of the reason why he has a green lightsaber in Return of the Jedi then. Um, so yellow, yellow that we see Ray have at the very end. Uh, we don't see a yellow lightsaber anywhere else except for in, I believe, it's Clone Wars. Or no, I'm sorry. Actually, I think it's Re- Rebels. It might be both. I think I know it's Rebels though. Uh, but Rebels are the um, uh, what's the term? Um, they're almost like a guardian to. There's a specific name. Now I'm forgetting the name of it. Um, help me out, chat. Oh, what is it? We'll come back to it. So just go to the next yeah, one. Yeah, it's it's almost like a 
sentinel sentinel so like a a sentinel yeah like a protector yeah so that's what the yellow was always used for um obviously red is always with sith because their crystals they make their crystals bleed and that's what turns it to red and then your your purple was because mace windu aka samuel jackson told george lucas that he wanted a purple lightsaber so george said okay but i guess the true meaning between the purple since they had to come up with something uh because that is why he has a purple lightsaber is because he told george lucas he wanted purple um but the true meaning of the purple lightsaber is that balance between the um the light and the dark so that's and that like fidel has said um you know when he incorporates he incorporates the battling with the lightsabers um without going to the dark side so he's kind of fluctuates between both and but he stays in that middle and that's why it's purple yeah i did read a very slight snippet that uh, mace windu has a, a power ability to absorb the powers of the sith through his lightsaber and reflect it back onto them right and that's exactly so the lightning can go into his lightsaber and then he can put it back into him okay that's exactly what happens in the movie now again you know take it as you will because you know and again here's the other thing so like we just got done watching attack of the clones last week so why can yoda just use his hand remember when dooku force lightnings him and he just uses his hand and absorbs it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the reason for that. Like, you know, I don't. I, I don't know if it's just him showing that Yoda is that much of a badass. But then, yeah. So my my silly brain goes to Mace Windu's lightsaber is the same as Harry Potter's wand because it kind of does the same thing to Lord. You're right. It does takes the badness back onto him. Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I know that's a weird tangent to take it to, but that's where my head took it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a good call though. I mean, but yeah, I mean that's that's basically the, that's the reason why the the colors are the colors. Um, you know, more, more or less. I mean, there's other colors. There's orange. Um, you know, there's other colors in canon or not. In, well, it used to be in Legends, not so much in canon anymore. But right now, we just we really only have those five. Um, so we have the five explanations of what they are, but how are they made? You mentioned a crystal. So the Kyber crystal is what is what gives it the power. The Kyber crystals. The Kyber. Are they rare? Uh, yeah. So the Kyber crystals are. Uh, where are they found? They are found on. Oh man. Oh yeah, we have white too. And yeah, you're right. We do have the um, the dark saber too. Dark saber is something different though. I don't think the dark saber uses an actual Kyber crystal. I think there's something different that that makes that that makes that flow. Um, At the heart of every Jedi lightsaber is a kyber crystal found on several planets, most notable the ice-bound caves of Lum. The crystal is attuned to the Force and connected to a Jedi Knight on a deeply personal level. In this way, a lightsaber is an extension of a Jedi Force's awareness. Okay. So, what, what was the name of the planet? Uh, one of the planets was the ice-bound caves of Lum. L U B L L U M Lum. Oh, I thought there was another. I thought, yeah, definitely. There's definitely other ones then. Um, like it's funny. Like if you, I got not not that Luke found it on Tatooine, but like in Return of the Jedi, there was a um, deleted clip that shows him actually constructing the green lightsaber in a cave. Um, 
but yeah, they don't really tell you like where he got it or whatever. But it's just it's a it's a neat little scene. Dan Dantooine, Exegol, Lum, Jeddah, Lothine, Maigito, Tatooine. Yeah, apparently you can get crystals all, all over the place. Huh. So Ilum, Ilum. I think it's Ilum. Okay. Ilum. And the one I I, I Exegol for some reason that sticks e out. Yeah, Exegol is actually in the last movie too. Elam, Elam, okay. Elam, okay. But yeah, the and the white, yeah, I forgot because Ahsoka uh, does have white uh, sabers in Rebels, um, and then we, that's what we see in uh, Mando when we when she makes her live action. Uh, I don't remember the name of what white does white have to do with. Um, I would have to look that one up. I can't remember the purpose of a white saber. I don't know if it's just. Oh, okay, so apparently, well, it says here on Wikipedia that the crystals are colorless prior to being bonded with the force-sensitive individual. The process then results in different hues. So it's a colorless crystal until it's given to the force user. Okay. Is that true? Yeah, because, like, for example, like, when you go to Galaxy's Edge and you create your own lightsaber... They they kind of go through the whole story. Now, granted, you're picking the, they're picking the kyber crystal you want to use, but they do go through the story about how the kyber crystal will, will turn the color of what they think they use. It's almost like it's almost like if you um, it's almost like remember how uh, a couple weeks ago we did the Harry Potter thing where I'm trying to choose my house. It's kind of like that, where based on what who you are, the the crystal will kind of choose you, kind of like how the wand would choose you, in Harry Potter, or you know something like that. It's kind of it's similar. Um, here's so here's here's just a quick I would have liked them to have played with the how the crystal is because it, it reads here that the crystal is attuned to the Jedi. So if Anakin really was turning to the dark side, it would have been cool to see his lightsaber start to go red, and you couldn't do anything about it because it was attached to his inner soul. It would have been really cool. It would have been yeah, another, another visual thing. And you know, unfortunately, George. A lot of the lightsaber lore kind of started coming in from like Rebels and from like even Clone Wars a little bit. Like in the movies, it's just never really talked about. It's just like everyone has one. They just never, they never really talked about it. So it really, it's all in the comics. I, I mean, comics, a little bit in Rebels, but George just never felt like he needed to explain all this. And well, I heard, need to know because I want to, I want to know how they're made, you know? Because you know, with us, we're both Game of Thrones fans. So we we yeah. we know about these famous swords, and we we know about their heritage. And some swords came from the melting of another sword, and and stuff like that. So, yeah, like didn't says here, have a purple lightsaber too. Who was it? Didn't Reven have a purple lightsaber too? Said Popkin Tompkins. Yeah, Darth Revan had a purple and a red. He, he, uh, he yeah, he dual wield. Um, so here's what it says about white. Uh, it, it appears rarely in Star Wars. Um, in fact, that the only current canon uh, recognizes only one carrier of the white lightsaber, Ahsoka Tano, the former Jedi Padawan who aided in the rebellion against the Galactic Empire, is acknowledged as the sole uh, possessor of the white lightsaber. The meaning of the white lightsaber is, is made the same way as other lightsabers in the Star Wars universe. A kyber crystal was used to power the lightsaber and focus the force into the blade. The white blades have no special properties that set them apart from a normal lightsaber. So, I mean, I don't, I don't, that's really, um, they don't really tell you much more than that. Yeah. And like Robbie's put in the chat here, Robbie, we pop and welcome in. Thank you for, for being here. He says, 
uh, kind of like how Boba Fett built his weapon with the Sun People. Did mm -hmm. Jedi used to do that too? You know. I guess. I guess what here's another thing it says. It does say Ahsoka's white sabers represent the path she found from the Jedi. So because she does walk away from the Jedi Order, because um, at the time she does have uh, two lightsabers that are, um, I think green. I think they are. And and when sometimes some some people say it was one was blue, one was green. I don't even know, but I, it always looked they always look green to me in the Clone Wars when she got them. But when she when she walks away from the Order, that's when they they turn white. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I know, I know, I know. Star Wars Theory has like an amazing video on this. Um, it's so good that I have not wanted to, dupl to duplicate it because it's he, his is, goes so far more into the. the deepens of the lore than I, I could ever get. So I do watch that's, that's one of those videos I do watch. I haven't do watched it. Do it. I haven't done it. I haven't watched it in a while, but it is a good video if you're so if you're really, really interested in that, I'm sure if you do a search, um, I'm sure Theory has it. Um I'm sure Theory does have it, but I would more than happily listen to you do it. So Yeah, I don't know, maybe we'll maybe one day. Yeah, yeah. and I, I just brought, brought this question up. Yeah, uh, Boba Fett built his weapon with the Sun people. Did the Jedi do that too? <clears throat> so Boba Fett built his weapon with the Sand People. I mean, I mean, I guess the answer would be yes, just because Ray does it. And not to give out like too many spoilers or anything. Um, I know that I know Brian. I know you're gonna watch it regardless. But I mean, Ray does make does make her lightsaber from part of her staff. Um, but typically, it's just you know, it's just the silver tube that they design or whatever. Like you know, in Fallen Jedi Order, uh, fall, you know, Fallen, um, yeah, Jedi Order, or no, what am I? Fallen. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm mixing the two games up now. Um, in what is it? Fallen. Jesus, God, I can't even remember the name of the game. Je Fallen, Jedi Order. Fallen Order. Okay, Fallen in Fallen Order, Cal Kestis makes his own lightsabers and, and constructs them, and you can modify them and stuff. Um, so I mean, basically, it's just a. Um, it's just it's just the hilt, and then they they can kind of modify it to how they want it. Um, okay. Like like the the rumor here is um, if you ever seen, I'm trying to think where Obi Wan, because in in Attack of the Clones we did talk about this last week that Obi Wan is not actually using his lightsaber at the end of that movie uh, because it was taken from him. But if you look at Obi Wan's Kenobi's actual lightsaber hilt, and sometimes it's hard in the movies. Um, you can always just do a search and you can find the Disney version, you know, that they sell at the park or whatever, but it's hard to see in the actual movie. Cause again, George never really focused on that. Um, I mean, there's, you can definitely tell the hilts are different, but there's never that big close up like we get in the force awakens with the actual, you know, Anakin's actual lightsaber when he was Anakin, you know, that was passed on to Luke. Um, but if you look at, if you, if you look, do a quick search on Anakin or I'm sorry, on Obi-Wan Kenobi's lightsaber, match it up to see what it looks like compared to Luke Skywalker's and Return of the Jedi, you'll notice some very, very similar similarities there. Um, and Fidel just brought up a comment here. He says, one of my favorite YouTube channels for Star Wars, and I think he's referencing Star Wars Theory. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to, seeing as Headless shared, I want to share one. Adam Savage. I don't know if you guys know who that is. Yeah, I know who it is. Watch Adam Savage. He shows you how to build lightsabers. Like I watched last night. He put hand Solo in carbonate, and it was amazing. So yeah, if we, we check out other channels, that, that's a good one. Right, so I'm gonna blow up. Um, let me see if I can get a good one here. So 
Let me see if I can share this out really quick. So this is just, so that's like the replica. Um, trying to find a good image of it that you guys can really see. Again, it's hard. Again, it's it's funny. You try to find one in the actual movie, and you, you just you just can't. That's I mean, not how the force works. Uh, let's see. All right, so I have. I have, I have I, okay, this is probably the best way to do guys. Let me let me blow this up real quick for you guys. You know, I'll show you the difference because I have Luke's Return of the Jedi saber right in front of me, um, but I don't have Obi Wan. Yeah, but Robbie, yeah, Robbie here has done several epic Star Wars builds. Ever since I agreed to do this stuff with Headless, I always, I just, I've just jumped into the lore and learning stuff. All right, so there, so here is, um, so here's Obi Wan. There's his lightsaber health. Okay. Okay, so let me kind of give you give you some close ups here. Kind of try to remember what some of the pictures look like. Um, you know, like there's the emitter. So there, th here's the neck. And then you know, look, look at the bottom here. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then put myself up here. So now, then here's Luke. From oh, of book. course, he goes and pulls it out of his pocket. So you can see, you can see the neck is very similar. Yeah. The, even this part is similar. It's different, but mm -hmm. similar. And then the, you know, the, the end of there, um, the pummel. Yeah, it's quite similar. So lightsaber 101, emitter. <laughs> so that's the hot bit. Don't touch that bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, don't, I won't turn it on. So uh, the but, pummel yeah. and then obviously the whole thing's the hilt and the grip. Now, the only thing that's different on this is that my activation button here is here um instead of a slide uh because this is not an official like disney lucasfilm lightsaber um this is just one i i had bought um that was based on it and then this is your kovac um this is like you can hook it on your uh like a little like your belt you have to buy a little part okay. yeah. anyways but yeah so that's so you can see i mean is it, it metal is that metal or plastic or Oh no, this is metal, dude. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like I can, you can, you can do with this. I mean, I have like one, two, three, four. I have like seven or eight lightsabers. Cool. Yeah. Good night, so. Patrick. But yeah, so. Thanks for being here, Patrick. I appreciate you. We'll see you tomorrow night or next Sunday if you're yeah. around. Yeah. Have a good night, man. Thanks for coming. Um, all right, Ryan, we're, we're at an hour, so we, we I feel like we haven't even talked about the second half of the movie, which is the really good no. part. So we'll kind of speed through this a little bit because I, I, I did want to watch Last of Us before tonight. Yeah, cool. So I have it paused on the moment with Anakin walking into the Jedi Temple with a load of troops behind him. And for me, it's the first sign of the Galactic Empire in true form. Yeah. So this is after he saves Palpatine. And it, what's really a cool scene is when Palpatine finally puts that hood up with his like burnt face up. Because, um, you know, when Mace was fighting back with the with the lightning atom, he pulls that up. And that right there looks exactly like how he did in Return of the Jedi. Because mm -hmm. the, the makeup is not great. You know, it's 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 a little weird looking, a little, a little rubbery. 
But as soon as he puts that up, you see the glowing eyes, and that was a great scene. Uh, but yeah, you're right. So then we get Anakin. He's kind of marching into the Jedi uh, temple and basically just goes haywire and does, kills a lot of people. And, and that's before the order is given. That's he goes cool. and does it. He does that before the order is given. Yeah, which you can tell right there. That's when. That's how you know he's turned. Um, and then, yeah, then we get the um, one of the saddest scenes because I love the. I love. It's funny, like. Cody is in a, like he's got a very small role in Attack of the Clones, um, but he the communication and the in the interactions with him and Obi Wan. There's a small scene earlier in the movie, and then we get a, a couple another scene, and then Cody actually gives Obi Wan his lightsaber when he gets when he gets fallen off, or I can't even remember how it drops, but um, he he ends up giving it back to him, and then Obi Wan takes off, and then he gets that order on his palm, and that's like a great Funko Pop I have somewhere over here, but. Execute Order 66, and then they shoot him down, and Obi-Wan falls. And I hate it, because like Cody is such a good character, and uh, if you have not caught up on Bad's Batch, uh, we get Commander Cody in uh, Episode 4. So it was... So, it's so cool real scene. quickly, I know this is probably a really odd answer. It's probably not that hard to answer. The clones had the malfunction in them already. Yeah, so that when they hear the Order 66, they do it without thinking because it still felt like Cody turned on him. He could have not done it. Why no, did it, you they, chose not to do it? Yeah, they, they explain a lot more of this in Bad, The Bad Batch. Okay. And at the end of Ahsoka, um, or I'm sorry, at the end of The Clone Wars, um, Season 7, they all got implanted with an inhibitor chip. And that is what makes them not be able to control. And Captain Rex, who we don't really even see in the prequels, Captain Rex really comes into play in the um, in the Clone Wars. Well, his chip malfunctions, so because he's getting ready to actually kill Ahsoka when this happens um, in the Clone Wars. When this is why episode, this is why season seven of Clone Wars is so freaking good, because what happens is. Is they're they're playing the last episode and Order sixty six happens and then they you see what happens right afterwards. So you mm-hmm. see everything with the so it's Ahsoka, like extra canon. It is because we don't see Ahsoka in any of the movies because she's she was never created back then. Ahsoka came into play in between episodes two and three. So they explain why Ahsoka in the Clone Wars they explain why Ahsoka is not in the movie because she walks away from the Jedi order in between the movies. So we never, so in those five year, that five year time gap, we never see Ahsoka in revenge of the Sith. Cause at that point she has walked away from the order. Cause it didn't, even in clone wars, help me out, Chad. Is it, I want to say it's like season five. I think Ahsoka walks away. She's not even in the clone wars enough in season six or most of the season. I believe uh, I might okay. have my seasons. I might have my seasons off by one, but so he couldn't help it. They had to do it. They, yes. Yeah, I know I went I went way more detailed than you than you were asking. But yeah, they can't help it. But like I said, that's why Captain Rex his ends up going um a little haywire because she talks him out of it and he kind of he does beat it, but it takes it takes a ton of work on her side um to kind of almost let him like overpower that chip. Um where Yeah, and, and it's an upsetting scene. You know how many people yeah, I don't I didn't I didn't I didn't care much for the Jedi's that I didn't know because they hadn't explained who they were to yeah. me. And they don't like they're they just you know, you see the couple of Jedi, and that we you know, we know Plo Koon, the dude doesn't say a word in the entire series. Um, I can't remember the one guy with the big long head, like we see him, 
I don't even know if they ever mentioned his name. Like I know he is, yeah, you know, he has a name, but, but yeah, we get order execute sixty six order order execute order sixty six. I can't do it as good as other people, but yes. Yeah. And then the one girl who gets shot down in the middle, like in the like jungle area, that's um, it's uh, Ara. Uh, like why? Why do they put so many bloody bullets into her? Dude, head just pounding. I know. They knock her on the ground. She's dead, and then they go. I'm like, what? You never know. Jai is dead, I guess. I don't know. But well, yeah, Reva can, Reva can come back alive twice, so I guess anybody can. Reva. Sorry, should I have not said that? Sorry, Disney. Oh God, Reva. Jesus. Uh, that, 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 talking about Reva could be one entire stream. But, but yeah, I mean, I mean, we pretty much go through killing all the Jedi, and Yoda is. You know, finally, he kind of realizes what's going on and how much he's pretty much screwed up, and um, he ends up killing a couple of clones, and then he escapes with Chewie and and what? Well, so baby, baby Ice asked in the chat, "Why would that order even exist?" I think we went over that last week. That the, that was because it was the Sith that ordered the creation of the clone army, and it, that was always what they were going to do. They added in the inhibitor chip so that they could overtake when the time came. Yeah, this was all part of the Sith plan. This was all Palpatine and Dooku that set this all up. So eventually, and then and that's why the clones look like stormtroopers. Like I remember the, the first time we saw them, we're like, "Oh, wait, why are the stormtroopers helping the good guys?" You know, but then they explain it. But yeah, basically, that's basically what it is. Um, the, yeah, the Anakin, Anakin always... kills all the kids, and yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, Padme so, kind of senses it. She kind of senses it at the same time. Like Padme understands that something's not right, and. I think that stresses her out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, they're a contingency plan to a point, but I mean, there had to be a way for them to kill all the Jedi because Palpatine wasn't going to do that by himself. So, I mean, because they, the, his whole plan was to get rid of all the Jedi. But he, you know, he wanted to, he, he knew, he knew from the beginning from a Phantom Menace, he knew that Anakin was special. And remember what we had said last week, Palpatine is technically Anakin's father. Because he's the one who put all that into motion. Because um, we, we dug deep into that last week. That Paul, that Palpatine is the one who pretty much made me get get pregnant, um, and that's canon. Because that is that is in the uh, that is in uh, I think I think the comic books. I think we looked up. So so yeah, Fidel, you you, you bring up so many cool questions, and you you're making my mind go into amazing places. I just don't know if we've got the time to talk about it all in one one live stream, like. He's just asked in the chat, there's an order to eliminate the Chancellor as well, or makes a statement. So that makes me think, Order 66 was kill the Jedis. Does that mean that there's 66 other orders that are implanted into those clones? I don't think so. I mean... Like I he don't... says, there's an order to eliminate the Chancellor, so could that be execute Order 67? But then who does that? You... The clones then do that? Are you talking about Chancellor Valoran? Because technically, he's not even the Chancellor anymore. Did cha I mean, technically... Technically, um, it's um, Chancellor uh, Palpatine in this movie. He's There's the more than just 66, apparently. Okay. Okay. Maybe we'll do a live stream, Fidel. And if you want to come up and talk with us, and we could talk about the, just, just the orders. I'll have, to, I'll have to dig deep into that. Any current Chancellor. Oh, awesome. I wish it would work for UK Chancellors, because we've got a terrible one right now. <laughs> Uh, let's do a quick search. How many orders? So, yeah, the the storyline is just we're going through a little bit. 
Uh, where are we? He kills the kids. He goes and kills the kids. Yoda gets a sense that they're coming for him and he does some super cool backflip and kills the two of them and then decides that that's enough fighting for today. He's tired and he wants to go shoot off. But then I thought he was disappearing in that little pod, but then doesn't he come and fight Palpatine? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just reading this. So, um, I mean, this is just one article. Um, like, for example, it says Order 4. Order 4 was to be enacted to maintain the Republic's military leadership if the Supreme Chancellor became incapacitated. As known in true colors, the full text is, in the event of the Supreme Chancellor has been incapacitated, incap incapacitated overall, um, I, don't know, I don't know what GAR means, GAR command shell, Full. And I mean, it doesn't even make sense, honestly. Fidel says in the chat, there's like 150 orders. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. here's order five. Possibly. Maybe we should do a live stream talking about the orders sometime. Yeah, they don't even mention all of them, but here's order 37. So, I mean, they're just a bunch of different, you know, like you say, the contingency plans. So they, I mean, I don't know how they knew all this, but. So Order 65, like Order 5, is is a response to Palpatine being declared unfit to lead the Republic. So Order 65 would be. So if they try to remove him, he would call for Order 65. Who would call? Palpatine would, because he's the one. So I guess all the chips had all these different orders put in. The only one, only one we see actually executed is 66. Like, here's Order, order 151. I, but then that, that brings up more questions. Why would the Chancellor do Order 65 on himself? No, 65 would be... So it says Order 65 is a response to Palpatine being declared unfit. So in the event of either a majority of the Senate declaring the Supreme Commander Chancellor to be unfit or the Security Council declaring him to be unfit and an... I don't even know, man. It's so but who it's, has it's control of the order? It's, it's the Sith. So confusing. Like I don't even know what I'm talking about. Isn't it only the Sith that have control of the order, though? They're the only ones that can control the clones, because they are the only one that know that they've got an inhibitor chip in them that does this. I mean, that's the way I always thought. There's an order to eliminate an entire race. It's, wow. I mean, is the I order need to look more into this stuff. I mean, they, they talk, that's all they really talk about. They only talk about like four or five of them um, on this on this actual site. But I don't know. Cool. And again, that's like a that's like a whole other thing. I'm, I don't know. Yeah, let's just carry on with the break with the, with the review. Hmm. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I, I it sounds it does sound like Order sixty five is weird. Like it doesn't even make sense. Like when I'm reading it, like I'm not sure who's calling for this. Exactly. Because in my in my understanding of the movies, it was the Sith that implanted the inhibitor chip. So I mean, that's the Jedi I... can't the Jedi can't call them up and say order Q, or execute order sixty five because we don't we no longer believe in the Chancellor. I'm a bit confused on it, so I will look into it a little bit more. 
but for for sake of this live stream and this yeah. today, yeah. She says, out of all the contingency orders, Order 66 was the only one that Palpatine truly intended to use. Nevertheless, the contingency orders were known as um, to all within the Republic Army, even Jedi. What? The contingency orders were known to all within the Republic Army, even Jedi and non-clone personnel. Clone troopers were... Okay. So they agreed to have an order in place that would remove them all. Clone troopers were specifically, regardless of their belief, when the order was given, most clones wiping out most of the Jedi. The clones then became, oh, man, I don't even know. This is like, I I don't know. Let's put that, let's put a feather in it and come back yeah. to it. See, like even the, here's the this see now this isn't this is what it says. It says the Jedi never suspected that Order sixty six would need to be used, and the fact that it was buried among one over one hundred other contingency orders likely prevented the order's text from being closely examined. If a Jedi had looked at it closely, they'd see that Order sixty six is alarmingly useful for staging a coup and destroying the Republic's democracy. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dude, I'm like, chat, chat. You've literally stumped the Star Wars guy. Yeah, that's so well done, Fidel. Thank you for being here. I was knew there was the award other, goes to you. <laughs> yeah, I always knew there was other orders, but like, it's very yeah. just it's yeah. very confusing to read it. Like, I, I feel like I almost have to like, I just have to sit down and actually just like read it because yeah. So let's let's just get to the end of this movie. Yeah. yeah Order sixty six just happened. Anakin just killed all the kids. Padme's yeah. just found out she's not happy. She feels a little bit upset and sad. Yoda saves himself, kills the guards. Then he gets in a ship with the Wookiees. Well, the Wookiees put him in a secret ship. And I assume he's gone. But then we find again later he's fighting Palpatine. He goes to get Palpatine. I thought he was... When he left with the Wookiees at Order 66, I thought that was it. I thought he was then going to go away and into the forest where we find him later in with Luke. Yeah, he, he goes right back to Coruscant to um, try to basically take him out. Yeah. And and try to end it. What do you think of that fight? I mean, this is a great fight, you know. Now, as bad as the first two fights were with lightsabers in this in this movie, the next three were really good. You know, Mace and Yoda, and then obviously the last one. Yeah, the, I don't like all the, the spinning crap. Like, just chuck it at him. Is Why it, are you wasting all this time and all this energy with the force to spin it round? Because it looks cool on camera. <laughs> the dude. There's the continuity issues. Like I, I can get into the world and I can understand that there's these powers that can do these things, but yeah. use them right. Well, then that's the problem with George with this. Because, you know, think about it. In Emperor Strikes Back, Vader's chucking things at Luke. He ain't spinning that shit. He's like, boom, let's go. Throw it. Yeah. Again, it's just because George had the technology now to do what he really, what he wanted to do, and I think he just spiced it up. Cool. Yeah. I like the fight. It was a good one. Yeah, it was good. Again, Yoda kind of gets his ass handed to him to a point, but... Yeah. But yeah. again, that's going to happen all the time because he's a little dude and he's going against big people. He needs to stick yeah. to his own kind and fight his own kind. But then again, how cool will that be one day when Yoda and Grogu fight? 
Why would Yoda and Grogu ever fight? Because he's going to be a Mandalorian. He's not a Jedi. Who? And he'll be like Grogu. Well, Grogu is a Mandalorian. Right. But he's why the same would... species as why Yoda. Would... Have you ever seen Return of the Jedi? Yeah. No, maybe. I was... Yeah. We'll see. Chat knows still time. I think Chat knows what I'm talking about. Uh, we're gonna, we'll, we'll, yeah. We'll let's we'll wait till we get there. In yeah. <laughs> in two weeks, I'll ask you the same question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, and then we, yeah, then we have the end, basically, right? And um, but I mean, for me, the best lightsaber duo we've ever seen in Star Wars. I, I mean, well, I, before we get to that, Padme turns up. Yeah. Well, you're breaking my heart, Anakin. Oh, I could have cried for that woman. All right, so here's okay. I love Natalie Portman. Don't get me wrong, but I'm going to say one bad thing right now. How is Padme so smart in the first movie or so? Even first, even two movies to a point. In this movie, she seems so dumbed down, like she has no idea what's happening around her. I that's one big takeaway that, that that from watching that today I was like man why is she like such a weak character all of a sudden she's always been so strong I, again I know you can say well she's pregnant so she has those maternal instincts and all that but man oh man like she doesn't have a clue what's going on with Ronda in this movie mm, I agree so yeah that was kind of something I really noticed today watching it I was kind of irritated because I love that character so much and I just feel like in this movie it's kind of useless Obi Wan hides on the ship. She doesn't bring Obi Wan. He actually goes on himself. But but Anakin makes it think that she brought him here. And yeah, he kind of chokes her, puts her out. And that's we, we, now that's we awesome because that's all pre Vader right there, right? Like the choke thing was awesome. I love that. Mm -hmm. I'm, cool. I'm so glad they did that because that was great. Yeah, and yeah. now we get the, the best scene. The best fight scene in Star Wars history. Yeah, it's like a ten or twelve minute battle, and it's just crazy. And granted, now you know the CGI is is good, but I mean, when when they're floating up on some of those rocks and and those like little things, it looks a little cheesy, you know, because of the green screen. But overall, it's just such a great fight. And when they are swinging those lightsabers so fast, it's so good. And then we obviously have the uh, one of the best lines. Well, the, your your favorite line, and one of, one of my top three lines. Um, I have the high ground. And he goes, I hate you. And he goes, you underestimate my power. And he gets his legs chopped. Which I assumed was the name of the episode of, of this live stream today. Did you change it? It's just, it's always been called Hello There. No, this one is, this is where the fun begins. But didn't it used to be called You Underestimate My Power? This this live stream that we're, talk, we're on that right now? Oh, hello there is the name of the other video I did. Um, this one's This Is Where the Fun Begins. Yeah, I changed. No, I did change it. Yeah, I changed it. Yeah, I know we, okay. are we are toying around with both of them. Yeah. 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 So, I, well, I, I, have, I have a couple of questions. Uh, did we end the movie? Yeah. I mean, and then we, you know, then we see Luke and Leia get born. And, you know, the other, dies. other little nitpicky part was, um, you know, Padme just dies and the, the, the droid's like, oh, because she was sad. Okay, so she's dead because she's sad because of a sad heart. No, she died because she gave birth too early to twins. Man, not according to the droid. 
But again, we knew that she had to die anyways. So something had to happen. It is what it is. So I know that we're kind of skipping to the end of this movie and we there yeah. was one massive thing. There was one massive thing that happened in this movie. Anakin turns into Darth Vader. At the very end, yeah. Well, he, he gets called Darth Vader. Oh, um, yeah. By Palpatine. Palpatine. Yeah. <clears throat> but then at the end, we get the very first iconic, infamous coming down of the helmet and the squeak, the squeak to seal. And then the... You know what? Love it. I, I, I watched that scene like three times. I just rewound it because I want to see that he's really, man, he's crushing everything. He One droid just falls straight to the ground. Like, you know, I don't even remember ever noticing that before because I'm just like, Vader's here. You know, it's awesome. But if you actually watch that scene, watch, watch, don't watch Vader, watch everything around him. The things are just crushed. The droid falls dead. It's really good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, uh, Poppy Missouri asks, how old is Darth Vader? So, how old is Darth Vader when he dies? Or how old is he, like, now? Or How old is he in this movie? Because we're, we're talking about this movie. So, I mean, at this point, he'd be... Um, 21? No, he's, like, 25 or 26. Okay. Yeah. So, he's, like, you know, in, in Return of the Jedi, it's uh, 20... It's like 25 years later or so, somewhere around there. So he's probably like in his 50s when he dies. Baby Ice asked, what do you actually think is the reasoning for Padme's dying? Again, the, the droid makes mention that basically she died because she lost the... She, I think the quote is, she she lost the will to live. Okay. I think it was just childbirth complications. Probably. Uh, she, Baby Ice also asks, do you think if Padme lives, there would have, things would have been different? With the kids, or just like what what part? Well, yeah, with the storyline, would, would she have brought Anakin back to the good side if he'd have lived? If she'd have lived? I don't know. It's a good question. Very good question. Maybe we can ask the AI that this week. Yep. yep. Um, Charles has another question Molten steel or lava? What was the question? Molten steel or lava? What was it? I don't understand the question. They're floating on what looks like lava. But yeah. is it lava or is it molten steel that all these structures are falling into it and it's becoming just molten steel? But I just, that's what it says. Molten steel or lava? Question mark. I mean, wouldn't the lava destroy the steel? So it's a mixture of both, I guess. But I mean, the, yeah. the planet the planet is known as having no lava. Because I, you know, like in in the comics, he Darth Vader goes back, and that's where he makes his castle, is on Mustafar, and it's always okay. stated as lava. Yeah. And and one final question, which isn't really a question, um, from Wayne Deacon. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's a he's a psychopath from England. He's also <laughs> a Funko collector. Uh, he says Anakin gets legless, absolute bloody drunk. Thank you for your questions, Wayne. We love you. Come hang out sometime. <laughs> Sober, no, sober. That's that's all my questions, dude. Okay. Um, anybody in no, chat? I have one for you. All right, go ahead, shoot. Why are Anakin and Obi Wan lightsabers exactly the same in the fight? You mean blue? It put me off. It, it put me off so much. Yeah, the final fight. Because technically, why doesn't he have a red lightsaber yet? Oh, Anakin. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it takes time to construct that. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't—he just hasn't constructed a new. He's, he's just using the same one. Because, like, if you okay. if you look at his lightsaber, 
in the movie, and you compare it to Darth Vader, there's a lot of similarities to, to Vader's and his. Um, it's Vader's is just more black, where this one is, you know, more the uh, the silver or you know chrome, whatever you want to call it. But the simil- there's a lot of similarities, like the end. Um, so here is. Here. Of course. <laughs> so here's here's the chosen one, right? So this is Anakin's, aka Ray, aka Luke. So you can see this part here where the emitter is up here. If you look at Vader's, his is very similar. Is it's got a black piece that covers it and goes up. And then, um, like I said, though his his saber though when he becomes Vader is all black. But again, this part's similar. There, so again, there are some similarities. So, but yeah, I think that's why. I mean, they're both blue just because of the fact that that's still the one that he, you know, that he had had. Fidel, I've got a saber. I just can't show it on the live stream, my friend. <laughs> no, I do. I do need a saber, but I, if I collect one, I'm going to need all of them. But I yeah, I don't know if they're legal in Scotland because I could probably kill a sheep with that thing. So, would you say? I could probably kill a sheep with a lightsaber. I'll be in the field shearing sheep. <laughs> Get some, uh, yeah, get the uh, sheep fur pretty quick. Yeah, make a wool. Yeah, there's a couple of YouTube videos. People have tried to make real lightsabers. I mean, it's just, it's just the way they beat the flame. It's just really just fire. I mean, it's interesting. It does burn, but like one day we will get an actual fluorescent bulb. Maybe one day. I don't know. They have that energy to be able to stop. I don't know. We'll see. We do. I want one. Cool. All um, right. Well, dude, well we've been out for an hour and a half, so I um go yeah. go so we can go and watch. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to watch the other one again. So I'll just I might catch the last 15 minutes or something. But yeah, we'll be back here, guys. And gosh, less than two hours. Uh, 10:15, The Last of Us, and it is the uh, the inaugural stream of Raven Reviews. So to see any of the and yes, that's what we do. We go caw, caw, the whole time. Um, so we are just so this this will be streamed on both of our channels. Um, so whenever we do anything that's outside of our typical Sunday Mondays, um, any kind of combination that we do, we'll be dropping it as Raven reviews, and it will be on both of our channels. So yeah, come check it out. We'll be talking The Last of Us at ten fifteen p.m. tonight, um, Eastern, and. Um, Humpty, you got it. Con- well, yeah, you got. You, you can get it now, right, Ryan? Yeah, yeah. Umpty, what's up, man? You know about Willow. You got. How, how'd you get Willow? Same thing. Might be late to watch two of them now, but, um, but yeah, we'll be we'll be breaking it down. So we will uh, we'll be back here in just under two hours. All and right. Stay tuned for Raven review. Raven reviews. That's right. So say I could probably do a little spoiler. If you look in the top right corner of your screen, I'll give you a little logo action. So there's your logo. There's the logo. That's all you get. You gotta come back at time 15 to see the big logo. Or just go uh, back and press pause. Or <laughs> in, in, in large. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Guys. Thanks, thanks for tonight. Thanks for breaking down and answering my questions. I appreciate you. Yep, uh, yep. I guess I'll see you in about two hours. Yep. And then uh, we'll be back tomorrow uh, doing some solo uh, on Ryan's channel. So. All right, everybody who's uh, here all night, appreciate you guys. We've had like seven to ten people in here consistently, so we appreciate it. I hope you guys 
uh, learn a little something about Star Wars. Um, and I, I've learned some stuff, too, from Fidel. And I appreciate that. So, all right. We're out. Stay milky. Heads. Keep those things on. Keep those heads on, guys. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you in a little bit. Bye.